G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Every now and then you'll hear amazing stories of transformation from all sorts of different backgrounds. And often there are Vision listeners who have significant stories to tell about what God has done in their lives. One of those today, Ellen Marshall, who's joining us, who was born into a European family with a culture of witchcraft. Well, let's hear Ellen's story. Ellen, welcome along to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for having me. Ellen, uh, is it too rude of me to say uh, roughly what vintage you might be so people have a context? (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm actually 45. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's not it's not it's always right. nice uh, to ask a lady her age. But if we're talking about someone uh, middle years, uh, you've got yeah. a complicated past, uh, born into a culture where there was predominance of witchcraft uh, yeah. in your early years. Can you describe for us your upbringing? Well, I'm the youngest of seven kids, so that in itself is pretty major. Um My parents immigrated from Austria, and when they came, they had five kids already, and then had two more when they came. But the um, basically the the culture in Austria is very much that most people are Catholic and they consider themselves Catholic, but in actual fact, there's a lot of um, like say for example, there's natural medicine, but it also it bends over into a lot of the, um, you know, spells and stuff like that that you might attach to that sort of thing. But also there was a lot of tarot cards. There was, um, you know, psychic readings. There was all that kind of thing which was blended into it very heavily. So from a very early age, you were into all sorts of things that we would class as occultic and even astral travelling. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that was, it was quite interesting because for me that was quite normal. I didn't, I didn't see anything unusual about that until later on where people would kind of go, oh my goodness, you're actually able to do that. And it was like, yeah. And to me it was no surprise because that was just normal for me. Interestingly, with a background like yours, uh, where you were exposed to so many things spiritually, and sometimes we talk about supernatural occurrences and things like that, how yeah. how strange it is, even for Christians in the church today, to think that, that it's unusual that spiritual things happen. But of course, you're dealing with the different power, the, the dark side, and not, uh, yeah. you know, we talk about God and, as light and uh, and the devil as dark, but there is a real difference, isn't there? There really is, and unfortunately, as I was in it, I still thought that I was dealing with God. I thought that God gave me all those capabilities because that was how I was brought up. Um, You know, God still featured very heavily in everything, except that um, it wasn't God that we were dealing with at all. So it's really confusing then when someone comes up to you and says, are you a Christian? And you go, well, yeah, I'm a Catholic, and... 
later on, like when you get saved and all that kind of thing, you kind of go, oh my goodness, like really I've been on the wrong path the whole time and thinking that I was doing the right thing. And of course, in your journey along the way, uh, you had some serious illness in your teenage years and yes. then connections with another group uh, that mm. you would class as some form of a cult. Uh, yes. How was that journey for you? Well, when I got sick, um, I basically, I was in a position where the doctors said that I wouldn't reach my 21st birthday and I was 19, so that didn't give me much time to go. So I was pretty much looking for anything. They diagnosed me with bronchitis, sinusitis, laryngitis, pneumonia and pleurisy. And they pretty much said that there was nothing that they could do. So I was looking for anything that would help. So I actually had, you know, they talk about, um, you know, coincidences and God coincidences and stuff like that. I actually had two people from this group approach me in the same week from two completely different sources telling me about this place. So I was like, wow, you know, this has got to be it. So I went there and, of course, um, you know, it was actually... It, it looked good to me because I did actually get better and, you know, there were huge amounts of rules and stuff like that and I kept all those rules and I did everything that I could to um, not only get better physically but get better emotionally because my background was so um, so difficult and so fraught with pain and all sorts of things. So, you know, you really do when you're searching, you will try anything. And then you discovered that this group that you were a part of was manipulative and controlling and abusive and yes. you decided to turn your back on all of that or at least escape mm. from it and yeah. and then you sought some sort of fulfilment in an, in a very outrageous lifestyle. <laughs> yes, quite outrageous. Well, I mean there was there was actually reason behind that too because because I'd failed so dismally um, in that organisation, even though I tried so hard, I just figured that there was no help for me. Um, I thought that I was just a really awful person and I would just have to learn to live with it. So I basically sought out people that I considered to be as, as awful and hideous as I was and that led me to some very destructive places. Ellen, tell me about the time when you came into contact with a Christian woman <laughs> and uh, and there was real challenges there too because you didn't really yes. trust anybody and it was very hard to trust this Christian woman too. Yeah, absolutely, because, you know, you think that people are trying to help you and because of the situations I'd come from where people represented themselves as good and wanting to help, um, I didn't trust anybody and I was actually absolutely totally afraid of everybody in fact so I mean I had I went into the whole goth thing where I shaved my head and I wore black clothes and I looked really really intimidating and I did that as a self-protection thing so the fact that this woman even had the guts to approach me was very interesting but um, we started to talk and discuss things because she was very openly Christian and a lovely little petite woman that, you know, pronounced all her words properly and she was just 
sweet as anything. And for her to be seen with someone like me in itself was quite astounding. But then we had a bit of a bit of a run in and um, she offended me basically and I just went off at her. And her response was unlike anything I'd ever experienced from anyone in my life. She was the first person that actually had apologised for hurting my feelings. Well, it is an amazing story, and that woman clearly is a courageous witness for Christ and someone who is prepared to admit her mistakes as well and to ask for an apology from you. And uh, that was a part of, I imagine, what you'd say is an authentic Christian who had made contact with you. Yeah, absolutely. Ellen? even in you know in the time I've been a Christian now, I have seen very few people, you know, who are that upfront at saying, "My goodness, I'm really sorry." Ellen Marshall, wait on the line with us, Ellen, because we'll continue our conversation in just a few moments. Because sure. I want to ask you more about a encounter with Christ, a God encounter, and the difference that he's made in your life since then, because it hasn't all been smooth sailing. We'll be back. Alan Marshall is our guest, back with more in just a short while. Hearing one of those amazing stories of transformation that happens when someone has an encounter with Christ and their life turns around. Ellen Marshall is our guest. We've been talking about her background. Born into a family, a European family, with a culture of witchcraft, but in her journey has gone through all sorts of highs and lows and many, many lows, including yeah. <laughs> including uh, being connected with a cult group and then leaving that, uh, turning to a goth lifestyle. But then you had an encounter with Christ, Ellen. Uh, but This was something that was so significant for you, and yet it wasn't as though all your problems came to an end at this point because, in fact, some things got even harder. Uh, Tell us what happens after your encounter with Christ. Well, (laughs) when I got saved the very next day, I was on public transport in Melbourne um, on a tram coming home from college, and I was assaulted. So... That kind of gave me an indication that my journey personally would not be as smooth sailing as I'd heard others to be. Um, So, yeah, I just held on tight. (laughs) And you've had car accidents, uh, all sorts of things that have challenged your faith in Christ. Uh, Tell us about some of those other things and injuries you've suffered. Yeah, I, I actually had three... I had two car accidents and a road rage incident. And the culmination of those things, what actually wound up happening was I completely lost my memory. I was intermittently unable to walk or speak. Um, I'm left with two spinal injuries. And I was told that by now I should be permanently in a wheelchair, which um, is actually not the case. And fortunately, I have regained my speech. Although it's not perfect, it's... (laughs) At least I can communicate, which is helpful. So it was it was really, really very, very difficult for me. But, you know, the thing with that was that a lot of the emotional pain that I'd suffered through my life actually disappeared. So 
when I started to recall things, I actually recalled them in the same way as if you're watching a movie and, you know, the emotion is not attached to it. So I remember the events, but I don't have the same emotional attachment as to what I did previously. So all the anger that I had for other people and all that sort of thing is actually completely gone. And for me, that's amazing because I can actually love and trust people now, whereas I couldn't before. And some of these bad things happening to you after your conversion, and uh, interesting to hear the way you're reflecting on that now as almost being therapeutic, having injuries from car accidents and bad things happening. <laughs> but there is a sense in which, uh, in, in which when we, when we uh, think about what God does in our lives, uh, you've come from a very significantly uh, difficult background uh, that uh, that origination in witchcraft uh, and it's as though the devil doesn't let go easily no, uh, there are a lot no. of things that you can recognize his yeah. hand at work trying to attack in some sense beyond your conversion experience well the thing is too you know people that have been through a lot of um a lot of demonic things or a lot of you know things from the enemy um you know, he doesn't let go very easily. And unfortunately, you know, so many people as Christians, when they're talking to people in situations like like I was in, they say, oh, Jesus has got a wonderful plan for your life. And, you know, had I not had the right people around me at that time who were supporting me and looking after me, and, uh, gee, there were some people that were with me and I had access to 24-7 um, and would pray with me and all sorts of things. If I didn't have those people, I really would have given up because, you know, you think that when you're going to get saved that it's all going to be sunshine and roses. And, you know, for someone like us, you know, for people like us, it's not. It's definitely not. Um, it's hard work and it is a battle. And it's, um, you know, that battle for me has gone on for 10 years. Oftentimes, Helen, when we talk about this journey beyond our salvation, uh, we talk about, you know, God's Word. And I know you reflect on a reprogramming of your character according to biblical principles. This actually helps to sort through some of those things that happened to us. How did it happen for you? Well, because, you know, I would be in a situation where somebody would say something and it would click something in my subconscious. And I knew that... It would be a situation that I used to get angry about, but I didn't feel that anger. So it was it was kind of a moment of contemplation where I kind of go, well, hang on a minute. I know that I used to get angry at this, but I've got a choice now. So how, how would Jesus respond? How does the Bible tell me to respond? What do I need to do in this situation? And so that was kind of how it twisted to the, you know, to the other way. But also because it talks about, um, you know, the renewing of your mind. You know, the Bible talks a lot about renewing your mind and they say, you know, be in the Word every day and all that kind of thing. Well, to renew your mind, you have to be going over it again and again and again. And when you're in a situation and you have something that gives you an alternative to what you're used to, and you're actually physically capable of doing it because all the emotional backlog is gone, it makes it so much easier. Ellen, you've been through a lot of rough 
patches and uh, there's more than we can talk about today and yeah. I'm just thankful to God that he's got a hold of you and that things have begun to change in your character because you're exposed to his word, you're exposed to his truth, your life is on a good track and uh, you've been through all sorts of things including a long period of homelessness. You're now feeling as though you're on your feet and you've Mm -hmm. got a business enterprise that you're about to uh, really launch in a more significant way and and, uh, my prayer is for God's special blessing on everything that you put your hand to from this time forward. I know that listeners to our conversation will be hoping that as well. There is a website which I can point people to for people to contact you if uh, they are moved by your story. HomesteadHealthAustralia.com is the website to go to. Ellen Marshall, our guest. Ellen, thank you so much for sharing your heart with us, for sharing your story. And uh, look, you're an encouragement, you're an inspiration. And thank you so much for being with us today on 2020. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.